This is the emergency medical minute. So I just want to take a minute to talk a little bit about TIA. Uh, so I had a patient that came in uh, that had transient numbness to the right side of her face and arm uh, that then resolved. So using that as a springboard, I was going to talk a little bit about the differential diagnosis of TIA. Uh, sort of the classic TIA, and then also uh, mimics, uh, and then how we differentiate uh, uh, among that. So this is a sort of reference sheet that I left up just so that you guys can review if you were sort of interested afterwards or had questions. Uh, but basically, uh, what we're going to talk about is if someone comes in with those types of neurologic symptoms that then self-resolve, uh, is that by definition a TIA? Or what is the definition of TIA? Uh, so that, that was sort of the traditional definition, uh, and then they added uh, the, uh, that it, patients have to have negative head imaging. Um, so that in today's day and age generally means uh, uh, diffusion-weighted MRI, um, but that's correct. Uh, in terms of the etiology of a TIA, uh, same as stroke. Uh, so given that, what's, what's generally the cause of a TIA? So yeah, you, so you can have a stenotic vessel uh, and a low flow state. So that, that is a con uh, uncommon but uh, well-described mechanism. You can form a thrombus in the vessel that then sort of dissolves. Uh, or most commonly, it's an embolus, uh, usually cardioembolic for things like paroxysmal AFib, but other things like a left ventricular aneurysm, carotid uh, disease. Uh, so you get an embolism uh, that then dissolves as well. As far as sort of other things uh, that are significant to diagnose uh, for TIA, carotid dissection. Uh, so uh, that's something that we obviously see uh, occasionally where you have a dissecting vessel, you get a thrombus that forms that then migrates and then that dissolves. So that's an important thing to distinguish since uh, the treatment and prognosis are, are different. Um, other cardioembolic causes like endocarditis. Uh, that's, so I would say that those are the two things that in addition to classic ischemic uh, TIAs are uh, significant causes. As far as mimics, uh, what are the things that you've seen? I'll tell you, this lady, uh, when you asked her if she had other associated symptoms, she said she had a bit of visual scotoma. Uh, uh, before that, no headache. What, what, what did she end up getting diagnosed with? Yeah, so complex or in the past called a complicated migraine. Other things, uh, seizures, uh, or like Todd's paralysis, typically where you have a focal motor uh, seizure, either uh, uh, partial or secondary generalized. And then uh, after the seizure, then you have weakness in that distribution, thought to be due to sort of neuron fatigue. Uh, that's a comic mimic, and then uh, psychosomatic. So that should sort of give you a perspective on sort of our differential diagnosis, some of the dangerous things that uh, can cause it, in addition to sort of a 
uh, vascular phenomena uh, like a dissection or endocarditis and some of the mimics. As far as sort of this reference sheet, it talks about sort of the timing and the associated symptoms. So a classic TIA will have sudden onset of all the symptoms at the same time, and generally those patients have what are called negative symptoms, so they lose some sort of function, so they're numb or they're weak. Uh, whereas the, the mimics uh, or the other types of uh, TIA uh, are generally have some sort of positive symptoms. So dissection, you think neck pain, endocarditis, fever, also stigmata of endocarditis. If it's a migraine or a seizure, in general, they have some associated positive symptoms like visual symptoms, uh, uh, before, headache, after, memory problems or loss of consciousness. So I would say the important construct there is if you understand sort of the timing of the presentation and the fact that generally vascular TIAs present with negative symptoms, so loss of uh, sensation or motor symptoms, whereas the other, uh, either mimics or other dangerous causes, have some associated positive symptoms. That'll sort of serve you well as far as uh, keeping a wide differential diagnosis and considering uh, uh, all of those uh, diagnoses and making the right diagnosis, all right? So hopefully that gives you a little perspective on TIA. Um, that's there for your uh, viewing pleasure. Uh, feel free to make copies, show your friends, impress your family. All right, you're welcome. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.